Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Um, and I, wow, it feels like there is a theme because I mean, um, Casey spoke about, you know, ringing the bell is about hope and victory and recovery. And well, I, I mentioned at the beginning of the show that we were going to have Donna Ashworth on and we were going to be talking about this beautiful compilation of all of these poems and the theme is hope. Wow. So Donna, welcome, welcome, welcome. So wonderful to have you on the show today. Oh, it's so wonderful to be here. And I've just been very inspired listening in for the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I must say I was also so inspired. And you know, um, as, as, um, as Casey was talking about his experience and how people have touched him. And then again, you know, this, this hope. I just thought about how amazing it is that you happen to be joining us today, um, this time of the year. Um, and also when people are looking for hope and looking for joy and these beautiful uplifting, but also such warm and enveloping words in, in your beautiful poems. So I love that you're joining us today. I'm absolutely Aww. delighted. And well, I want to just that. start off. Yeah, I, I think our listeners need to know that that gorgeous accent of yours is Scottish <laughs> yes. and that you live, um, do you live in the country with your two sons I'm, and husband? Yeah. Come on, make us, make us jealous. I'm at the foot of the Oakle Hills, which is in the central belt of Scotland. So it's William Wallace country. It's, oh. uh, it's where they film Outlander and things like that. So it's it's very beautiful, Scottish, uh, hilly, uh, you know, vistas all around me, as exactly as you would imagine it. Oh, how magnificent! <laughs> Donna, have you always have you always lived in that kind of the beauty in in nature? Um, no, is it something no. that you gravitated to? Yeah, t- tell us. I left here when I was about twenty because it's small town. And really, you know, back then there was no internet and for everything that I wanted to achieve, I felt like I had to leave and go to the big cities. So I only moved back here in between the two lockdowns in 2020. I did not like being told that I couldn't visit home and my family. So I thought if this happens again, I am going to be exactly where I want to be. And home we came. And although my husband is, is English, so it's not home for him, but he's, he's very a Sassanach. He's a Sassanach. <laughs> <laughs> very well said. Um, I don't think we're allowed to say that anymore. Um, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not sure actually. Um, but he loves it here. Uh, you know, it's, it's idyllic. And now that we have the internet and especially after lockdown, the world has become so much smaller and so much more connected that you can live anywhere. I mean, here I am on radio with you guys, you know, uh, on the other side of the planet, it boggles my brain. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's fabulous being back home in this slow lane of life. Oh. I'm sighing as I hear those words, the slow lane (laughs) of life, just aching for the slow lane of life. I know. So, Donna, it's, it's, as I said, I I mean, seven books. Is this your seventh or your eighth? It's my eighth. It's my eighth in three years, which is, is, is rather, again, mind boggling for me when I look back on it. Uh, Three of them were self-published and then the last five have been with a publisher. So, the, the snowball effect of, of how this has all come about has really 
really it's well it's been a three year journey and it's just been amazing it's just been so organic and so lovely and most importantly so enjoyable and manageable um i'm so grateful to be able to write beautiful words for a living and you know have such wonderful feedback all the time it's it's a dream come true wow so i just let, let's go back before the three years i mean i can't believe that it's Three years, eight books that you had all of these words inside of you because I'm just looking at Wild Hope. This is 297 pages yeah. of poetry yeah. of the most beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. It, it's just so gorgeous. I mean, each poem climbs straight into my heart and oh. you, you, this is the eighth one in three years. <laughs> I know. What and were I you haven't... doing with all of those words up until that point? It's a very good question. I had a very busy brain. I've always been a highly sensitive person and a, a deep, deep thinker. And that can be a very difficult way to live in this world. Mm. So um I've always sort of used tools to manage that affirmations and perspective shifting and positive thinking, but always with taking the negative and the pain into account, not dismissing it. That for me is really important. You can't just try and be positive if you're not dealing with the reality. Absolutely. So I was, I was constantly managing my head full of, of words. Um, and now I can put them into poetry. It's so cathartic. Oh, wow. Okay. We, we, we haven't gone enough into the, the before, but we're going to get there. We're going to get there, Donna. Yeah. A very quick break and we're going to be right back. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Well, welcome back to the show. This is the DL Link Show on 101.9 Chai FM. I'm Nikki Seberini and we have the lovely Donna Ashworth, who's a Sunday Times best-selling poet, um, chatting to us all the way from Scotland in the beautiful Highlands, just surrounded by gorgeousness. And um, while Donna just sharing that in three years um, she has released, she's had eight books published. I think you said the first three self-published and wow, and in just that short space of time, but you've only been writing for three years. What, what were you doing? What were you doing before that? I mean, I started writing a couple of years before my first book, but not with any kind of intention, if that makes sense. So I'd say I've been writing about five years and I'm 48 and a half now. So a real midlife crisis uh change i call it a crisis but actually it's the most positive thing in the world i think for anybody who goes through one if you can do it you know with with as least chaos as as possible but prior to that my husband and i were running a business together a children's uh play area and we we specifically did that so that we could bring our boys up in a sort of family business that would be a very uh good for us all we could be together a lot and that was lovely but after about five years of doing that I just started to really miss creativity in my life um, and I started to feel like I needed more not more of what we were all striving for not more houses and cars and handbags but more of the real things that we need in this life, more time, more connection, more understanding and more purpose. And um, again, it wasn't planned and it all happened very organically, but I, I started to reach out. I, I built a Facebook page called ladiespassiton.com. 
And really what I wanted to do was bring women together to chat about life. And, and, uh, as soon as I started to get a little group of women together and their support that only women can really understand because we know what that feels like, it, it, it spurred me on to write a little bit more deeply. And then I realized that when I was sharing other people's poetry or quotes, which I did every now and again, that it w- went really well. And I started to think, well, wait a minute. I used to write poetry. I used to write music. Maybe I could do this. And of course, you have that inner voice that says, don't be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you can't suddenly do this. They'll laugh at you. Everybody will think you've lost your mind. So I did it anonymously for quite some time. Um, and then the pandemic hit and really it was the pandemic that changed everything because you were talking about hope with your previous guest who really displays that, you know, he's walking the walk when it comes to hope. And I became a self-appointed place of hope for people to come to for hope and comfort and a little bit of understanding or even not understanding, but what are we going to do? This is crazy. This is awful. We can help each other, you know, just realness, authenticity, I suppose. Um, and then I became fascinated with what is hope? What is it? Is it a thing? Is it a, an emotion? Is it a, is it, can you touch it? Can you create it? Can you pass it on? Is it infectious? Why do some people have it and some people don't? So I've been on a journey since the pandemic of, of, of being fascinated by hope and how some people harness it so easily and how some others can never find it. And that lack of hope is such a dangerous place to be that I became intent on being able to give it when people could not get it. Wow. Beautiful. I, I wonder because, you know, I mean, I've got all these beautiful poems in front of me and I wanted to read one of them. And I, I just, is there a, is there a poem in this fantastic collection from Wild Hope that you have in front of you that you would like to read to our audience? Or am I putting you on the spot? Not at all. I do a thing where I say that if you randomly open the book, you will get the message that you need whether it's directly for you or for somebody who you normally provide comfort to and you need the words. So I'll do a little bit of the book magic. Okay. I've opened it at a poem called, uh, do you want me to read it or are you going to read it? Please, you have to. You have to. All right. This one is called Joy Chose You. Hang on, just stop for a second, Donna, just for one moment. I opened the book, and I I need everyone to hear this. As you were saying it, I opened the book, and guess what it opened on? Go on. Joy chose you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That is the book magic. Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. It really is. Please go ahead. Wow. Okay. Joy chose you. Joy does not arrive with a fanfare on a red carpet strewn with the flowers of a perfect life. Joy sneaks in. As you pour a cup of coffee, watching the sun hit your favourite tree just right. And you usher Joy away, because you're not ready for her. Your house is not as it should be for such a distinguished guest. But Joy, you see, cares nothing for your messy home, or your bank balance, or your waistline. Joy is supposed to slither through the crack 
aspects of your imperfect life. That's how joy works. You cannot truly invite her. You can only be ready when she appears and hug her with meaning because in this very moment, joy chose you. I feel like we need to be silent for a moment just to <laughs> allow those beautiful words Absolutely. and just with the intention that you read it, just to sink, you know, sink in, to land. Yeah. So beautiful. I think it just reminds us, doesn't it, that how many times a day do you get those little fleeting glimmers and you think, no, I'm in the middle of something. I can't sit down and be joyous right now. I have a to-do list and I, I've not, you know, nothing is perfect, but actually you must acknowledge stop and acknowledge those moments because they're really special something special just happened for you and it it cares nothing about your reality it's a soul thing you know it's bigger than that and Mm. it's just a reminder in in this busy festive season that Mm. if you are not stopping and just looking at your lights for a moment for no other reason than to just look at them and take it all in and have a breath for a moment, then, you know, you're caught up and you're not, you're not present. And being present is so important in so very many ways. Mm. So true, Donna. Thank you for that. Oh, you're you welcome. know, I'm just thinking as you, as you're speaking and thinking about the world today and, you know, on social media and how within these short, Little sentences, people communicate, reflect, express. And I'm wondering, and I'm wondering about the word and I'm wondering about language and the importance of language, especially because of this social media and this, you know, life that we live at the moment. What are your thoughts? You know, when it comes to, you know, the power of the word. I mean, it's, the right words in the right order at the right time can do so much. And when I say so much, I mean life and death. I've seen it happen so many times. I've had so many messages from people saying that that paragraph, that poem, made me stay here today. And once you've had a message like that, and once you've had a few, you realize very quickly that people are are desperately seeking for and it has to be in small chunks because it's social media because this life is so fast now modern day is different and poetry stayed in the past and you cannot share poetry in the same way as they did then you need to move on poetry needed to move into our time and it needed to evolve so that it could be better absorbed in the way that we now absorb things um, and for me, that is simplicity. I don't want to mess you around for 20 minutes trying to work out what I'm saying. <laughs> I very quickly want to break into your day, into your moment on time and give you a message. And I want you to get that message with as little fuss as possible and as much beauty as possible so that it, it goes past the layer that is on the front and it goes very deep into your um, being because that's who I'm talking to. I'm talking this. Um, so without thinking about it, because I really wasn't at the time, um, I, I've, I created a sort of new trench of, of poetry that has, um, is simplified and 
modern, I suppose, and impactful, um, which I'm delighted about because it's it's what I need when I'm overwhelmed. I can't read a book. I can't even read a chapter, but I can read a small page and I can read a paragraph. Um, and that paragraph can be the very difference between the rest of my day being lost to overwhelm or, you know, the point at which it turns around. And that can turn around your week, your month, your year. It can turn around a whole chapter of your life. And that's not dramatic. Um, I've seen it happen and I see it happen all day, every day, not just with my words, with, you know, other people's words and the way that they share them and add their energy to them. Um, so for me, I've always been fascinated with the power of words done in the right way. Um, it can have the biggest impact. I love that. And you do, you do speak to our souls and you do it in such a way that it is felt immediately. Johnny, we're going to take a quick break and okay. we're going to be back with you. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life. Welcome back to the show. We're so lucky to have Donna Ashworth, who's a Sunday Times best-selling poet on the show today. Um, you know, she wrote the, the best-selling I Wish I Knew, um, and now her latest book, Wild Hope, just filled with beautiful poems. Um, as Donna says, you know, she, she speaks to our soul, um, not our busyness, and I love that. Um, and it's all the theme is hope. And it's just filled and filled and filled with delights and the most beautiful words. And it's as, uh, you know, you, you, you wake up, you open the book and there's a message for you. So Donna, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we're going to be saying goodbye very soon, but you, you started on this journey a little bit before, but really three years ago with yes. self publishing. And then you've got people like Fern Cotton who says things like soul nurturing permission to relax, connect and be kinder to us ourselves about you and about your books and Kat Dealey who says a little corner of calm within life's storm wonderful um Samia Longchamp and Donna has a rare gift of being able to put into words how we all feel her writing is like a hug from a wise friend in such a short space of time, Donna, you are making your mark. You are touching people's hearts and souls. And so you're on the right path. As you said, it's, it's happened organically. Do you, do you feel like it's all happened too fast? Are you happy with the pace or you're not even judging it and just on the path? Absolutely the latter. I am, um, it's nice to, to look back and reflect. Um, but at the same time, I'm never particularly overwhelmed doing what I'm doing. The writing itself comes so naturally to me. Uh, I'm never worried about what I'm going to write next or am I going to have enough? So that side of things is, it's just like breathing, which is a joy. The only things that I perhaps find quite difficult are this, and this is very new for me, is events and talking in front of many, many people <laughs> and going on TV, which I've never done before. I did for the first time a few weeks ago. But um, there's so much joy around it all that I'm striving to to be braver, but in such a positive way, not in... You know, I'm not, I'm not facing danger. I'm not facing anything that is, that is truly terrifying. This is all loveliness. So I'm just really happy 
beyond happy with with how this um has transpired and i don't sort of have a five year plan i never did um but if i can keep doing this in some capacity then i will be absolutely delighted um i'm already halfway through my next book and a children's book and there you know the countries throughout the world are now picking up the books and translating them so you can see something happening now that is mm. is quite it's magical because i'm spreading hope and wow. i don't mean that as a reflection on me that it's me doing it what i mean is to be able to say this that this job if i'm progressing then hope is progressing then poetry is progressing and positivity is progressing so i don't see it as sort of me 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 if that makes sense sure. i see it as being a good thing because we need more good things you know if you we do share we... a good thing oh, then we how do. wonderful Thank you, Donna. Thank you so thank you. And thank you for coming onto the show. Thank you for writing these beautiful poems, this wild hope. This is the book. This is what you want to prepare just to really enjoy 2024, I would say. Yes. Open a, open a poem for each day. Donna, Absolutely. what a joy having you on the thank show. You. Thank you so much for your time. You too. Thank you so Take much. Care. Thank and happy you. Hanukkah. Thank you. And all the best, best with your Christmas. Take care. Oh, thank you. And Bye-bye. Thank you, Donna. Bye-bye. And thank you for tuning in. Listen, it's called Wild Hope. It is magnificent. From me, Nikki Seberini, until next week, you take care of yourself. Goodbye.